Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on, on which I today am delighted to have Bonnie Crater, who is the CEO of Full Circle Insight, with me today from uh, California. Um, I'm happy to to have her. And um, Bonnie, could you pre- please introduce yourself? Sure. I, I'm CEO of a company called, it's a software company called Full Circle Insights. And what we do is we help marketers gather and collect uh, all the information about marketing campaigns. Uh, we work with B2B marketers and uh, we leverage the Salesforce platform to display the results of the marketing campaigns in both uh, attribution views and also views with funnel metrics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. So what, what did you do before you, you were a CEO to uh, Full Circle Insights? Well, I've been a VP of marketing five times. And during those uh, various adventures that I had, I really, really wanted to measure my marketing and I didn't have good tools to do it. And so that's one of the reasons that we started Full Circle is because I figured, oh, well, I'm probably not the only one that wants to measure their marketing. I'm sure other people want to do that so that they could optimize their budgets and do just do a better job overall for driving revenue for their companies. Cool. So for what kind of companies do you typically work now? So we typically work with B2B companies because our application is built on the Salesforce platform. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, most of the folks that are are using Salesforce have a sales organization and a complementary marketing organization, and they work hand in hand to, you know, drive the the revenue for the company. Cool. So, and any size company or we generally industries? work with yeah, <laughs> we generally work with companies that are uh, have a big enough marketing department, so maybe five to ten people in marketing, because that's when you get the biggest lift um, for our kind of kinds of technologies. Uh, and the it's also where the complexity comes in when you have a lot of you know you start having a lot of people in marketing. So you might have hundred you know big our big customers have hundreds of people in marketing, mm-hmm. um, and maybe a thousand people in sales. But um, we'll start with folks that have about five to ten people in marketing. So so such an interesting topic, Bonnie, because the thing you just mentioned wanting to measure your ROI on marketing so basically what what are the dollars that i spent delivering for the company that's a question a lot of marketers have and in practice i think every marketer knows they should be measuring this but they're well, too, well mildly said a lot of them are not doing this um so what kind of let's say, model have you built? Because you you mentioned attribution. Could you explain to the audience what you mean by attribution? Yeah, so uh, we think of uh, two kinds of metrics which are really critical for marketers. One is really understanding how the sales and marketing funnel works. So what the volume, the velocity, and conversion rates are for converting uh, leads into closed one deals or converting digital clicks into closed one deals. And to be able to track that is, is really important. And the reason why you want to do that is around your process. How do you optimize the process for working with sales? The second um, bit, it, which is really the theme of our chat here, um, which is attribution. And attribution is a different kind of metric. So it shows how much impact uh, your marketing campaigns have on pipeline or revenue. And uh, when you aggregate that, 
information up, you can see trends and the trends tell you which campaigns or which groups of campaigns are functioning in a way that uh, you probably want to put more money in and which campaigns are not functioning well. So you want to probably uh, unfund or defund those campaigns, alternatively change messaging or other aspects of the campaign. But getting a picture of what the impact of the campaigns are on pipeline and revenue is really important so that you can optimize your marketing budget. So funnel metrics for process, attribution for budget optimization. So, so talking about attribution, to me, that I've, I've spoken to a lot of marketers and I know a lot of marketers that know they should be doing attribution. So they should be measuring each stage of the uh, buyer journey or each stage of the uh, customer experience or even within a funnel. Um, but could, could we make it a little more tangible? Because it seems often like a very theoretical discussion about attribution. A lot of marketers know they should be building that model within Google Analytics or they're using any kind of other software solution to build attribution within a marketing automation solution or whatsoever. Um, where do marketers actually start when they would like to build an attribution model? Example, maybe you're a young business and you're really trying to pump uh, up the top of the funnel, really getting a lot of uh, digital clicks and leads and engagement with your, with your various audiences. So for that, um, uh, a model that measures the first time or the first touch that a, uh, a prospect has uh, is actually quite a valid model. But say you're, um, you're also interested in understanding how to optimize the entire customer journey. Um, in that case, you would choose a model where you would have uh, give equal credit to every touch that happens in the entire sales cycle from the beginning to the, to the end. Um, and then there's lots of variations in between um, where you might want to build a model, for example, that emphasizes a new area that you're trying to address, a new market. So say you're going after a new market, financial services. So you might build a model that rewards campaigns that are attracting folks from that segment, that new segment that you're trying to address. So uh, we can talk forever about the different, <laughs> different options because there's a million and that's probably one of the pieces of confusion is that there is, uh, there's so many various options that you can try that, uh, that it uh, sometimes too many options is not a good thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. So, um, specifically within B two B, and you already mentioned you're you're working with Salesforce as well. B two B marketers typically use uh, funnels. Uh, you also refer to some some funnels already. Um, how does or, or is attribution or an attribution model possible to measure results within funnels? Okay, well, <laughs> so uh, for example, you could uh, have a, an attribution model that says, okay, let's not measure um, against a pipeline or close one deals, or maybe mm -hmm. let's start with that. Okay, so um, the, the, one of the ideas around attribution is to understand what's influencing sort of key stages of the sales cycle, right? So, um, and the two key stages that most people have identified is what's, what's driving pipeline. So that's the question that you're trying to answer or what's driving close one deals. So, 
some of some of the the uh, confusion can be eliminated by simply trying to understand what questions you're asking. Mm-hmm. And I can talk a little bit about more about that if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, so if you if you're understanding, trying to understand what campaigns are influencing pipe pipeline, say, so a pipeline would be an opportunity that's been been created. Uh, and maybe in early stages of being qualified before the deal is closed one. So um, understanding that how, those, how those deals be, or those, those, uh, those opportunities were created and what the journey was is part of, the, part of attribution. So the uh, uh, opportunity creation is a, might be a funnel stage for you. Some people call that uh, a sales accepted lead mm-hmm. in serious decision speak. And uh, using various various models, you could uh, you can you can get the uh, get the campaigns that actually were a key driver in order for that uh, person or that company to start engaging with your uh, with your salespeople. So there would be could be one or more campaigns that um, on average are the key drivers. When folks do these these kinds of exercises, they might find that there's a key piece of content that's really important to their customer journey. Or maybe it's simply the demo request button that's on the website that actually is a key driver for for, uh, engaging with customers. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm um, to 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 elaborate a little on those sales accepted leads, etc. That brings for me that automatically leads to a discussion about marketing automation as well. Um, let's say I, I have uh, I'm I'm a, a B2B marketer and I have a, a little Martech stack in which I use marketing automation. Let's say it, it's either like a HubSpot or Marketo. Uh, we we use Salesforce CRM that's plugged into that. We have a website, etc. Um, so, so, um, if we would like to have a, a, like a reporting there, how do, how does, how do, where do we start? Because, um, mm-hmm. there, there's like a, a call to action on the website could be that demo, uh, that you, that you just referred to, um, somehow that gets into your marketing automation solution that talks to Salesforce and they're all separated reports, et cetera. So how does that work in practice and what's your advice there? Yeah. So, um. Uh, you you want to have some of the basics uh, in place before you can do the uh, marketing measurement. So the first thing is, say you buy HubSpot or Marketo, um, you want to make sure that that is connected to Salesforce. And so anybody that's landing on a HubSpot landing page or a Marketo landing page, maybe filling out a form, all that is going to get pushed into Salesforce. Now, in order for it to work well with Salesforce, you have to be using campaigns inside Salesforce. So when you create a campaign in Marketo or HubSpot, you create a sister campaign inside Salesforce and uh, so that the leads um, and people that are clicking on those things get pushed into the campaign. And using campaigns in Salesforce is very critical in order to do campaign reporting. Uh, The reason that you wanna do campaign reporting inside Salesforce is because the salespeople are also in Salesforce so once those people start being qualified and becoming opportunities, then uh, an, a, a product like our product can link up the data between all of the campaigns and what the salespeople are doing into some nice reports so you can see trending on what's, uh, what's influencing 
the pipeline and revenue of those deals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and st- I'm, I'm, I'm the reason I'm asking those questions is because I get those questions from marketers as well. But let's say uh, we're building that attribution model, and you just mentioned uh, those examples with the demo page. It could be a content piece or whatsoever, um, and once you have connected all those tools together, how do you actually advise marketers should um, score each part of content? So you, you refer to you can can uh, score them equally, but sometimes you, you have pieces of content that are worth more or are delivering better leads or whatsoever. How do people find out or how, how would you advise them to score those different parts in the buyer journey and the, the, the different pieces of content. Yeah, so most people, when they're thinking about scoring, they're thinking about how to define when marketing thinks it's going to be a qualified lead and to be able to do it in an automated fashion so you can do it at scale. So uh, the scoring, this, um, so some scoring uh, folks have decided that uh, you know having two, maybe three touches is a, an appropriate uh, number of, of engagements with your content to have a follow-up from sales. So each company was gonna work a little bit differently. Uh, most companies do not choose uh, having one engagement with content to, uh, to make that a marketing qualified lead because it's just simply not enough engagement uh, uh, most of the times when, that, when those leads are handed over to sales, the individual is not really, really in a buying cycle. They don't really want to talk to a salesperson. They're still researching. Mm-hmm. So each company is a little bit different. So when it comes to scoring, you, uh, you want to, uh, 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 you have to experiment a little bit because each company is a little bit different. But um, you can put a score on each types of type of response. Um, so if it's a you know, a certain white paper, you might give that 20 points, but you have an aggregate score. You know, most people use a hundred as an aggregate score because it's an mm-hmm. easy round number and they'll, you know, assign, uh, you know, webinars, 50 points or um, uh, the, uh, the demo request is automatically a hundred points because the person is asking for a demo and wants to engage in a, in a sales cycle. So um, maybe I might have expressed myself not not correctly, but um, what you're referring to is is lead scoring, and I, what I meant was the attribution scoring or the the dollars that are being granted towards any let's say a download or or a webinar watched or whatsoever. Because um, you, the way I look at it, and the way I uh, often get a lot of customer cases and, and questions from B2B marketers is like, hey, we have uh, organized a couple of webinars. We have a lot of downloads. We have other content. We um, we we did some online sessions whatsoever. And each part of or each visit contributes something to that uh, sale in the end. And in an attribution model, that should be granted some, some dollar amount. So how do, do people know what what dollar amount assigned to a specific step in the buyer journey when talking attribution. Okay, so um, uh, so we don't uh, generally refer to it, at least I don't uh, generally refer to that as attribution scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think of scoring, it's my mistake. The, but no, no, well, that's uh, what, <laughs> no problem. Um, so uh, when when you're thinking about the assignment of of dollars, the actual close one 
sale to the the individual campaigns that that were uh, you know participated you know so a person clicked on something and they participated in that campaign so how do you assign those dollars to each campaign so um, the easy case right is if you just had somebody sign <laughs> in any any situation they just they clicked on a demo request so that that gets all the money so if it's a say it's a ten thousand dollar deal they get that particular campaign will get ten thousand dollars worth of credit Mm-hmm. The tricky part is that most sales cycles have lots and lots of engagements. You know, typically B2B is five to 10. So uh, you want to have a logical way to divide up the money. Uh, and the logical way is based, uh, uh, so I'm going to go back to where I started. It's based on your, uh, your marketing strategy, right? So I'll go back to my first example, which is say your marketing strategy is to fill the top of the pipeline. So you want to give the first touch. 100% of the credit because that's that in that particular model, um, that's the most important thing. The other touches are not important because your strategy is just to fill the top of the funnel. So you want to know which campaigns are really driving new engagements with your uh, with your prospects. So that's that would be a first touch model. Absolutely, um, that helps. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, uh, likewise, the if um, you're trying to measure the whole customer journey, you would want to know um, and give credit, right? Of that $10,000, you want to get a piece of that credit to each one of the touches in an equal, potentially in an equal fashion. Uh, so say there were five touches, then so then each campaign would get a $2,000 credit. And so when you aggregate this up across multiple deals, you can see trending and you can create cohorts in time, so you can say, okay, what what was what what does the attribution you know what does my campaign attribution look for, like this quarter versus last quarter or this year versus last year, and potentially you can see trending of engagement of in campaigns that are um, are becoming more and more important, and so you want to um, emphasize those more. You can also. Uh, you're doing a multi, what's called a multi-touch model. That was, that's the kind of model where you have, you count all of the, you know, all the touches in some way. Uh, you can see who clicked on what first, second, third, fourth, fifth, et cetera. And you can aggregate a customer journey and really understand how your prospects are engaging and what kinds of, of uh, what kinds of campaigns, what kind of content are really important to, uh, to engage those customers. Love it. That's that's some great advice there. So thank you very much for that, Bonnie. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share in this podcast? Because we have a couple of minutes left. So if there is a pressing issue you would like to share, go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, when we started uh, Full Circle, we really focused on the 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 funnel uh, when someone is actually filling out a form. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, so that would be a form fill to close kind of thing. Um, but over the last, you know, 15, 20 years, the, the, uh, the importance of digital marketing, especially during the pandemic, when we weren't having physical events, uh, it became much, much more important. So the ability to actually measure uh, not just the, the what, who's filling out forms and that form fill to close type period, but being able to, f- to measure the, uh, the actual clicks that are happening out there that might be anonymous and being able to match those up with a, with someone who filled out a form, and then you can see 
an even bigger piece of the customer journey. So um, I would advise getting a tool that allows you to see not just form fill to close, but also really under, really can give you a picture of what's going on with your digital marketing, your paid or unpaid, uh, you know, paid or organic types of, of activities that you're doing to attract new uh, new prospects. Thank you. Thank you for that advice, Bonnie. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll share a link to your LinkedIn profile. So listeners that would like to reach out to you can, can link you on LinkedIn, as well as a, a link to your website, website Full Circle Insights. Um, and with this, I would like to thank you very much for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast, Bonnie. Thank you, Elias. I really appreciated your invite and it was really fun to talk with you. Likewise. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.